You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest and very special episode. We have Ryan Edelson from Adapting Social. And Ryan has decided to interview me on my show as he had brought up some really good questions when we met a few weeks back. And I said, why not? Why not record an episode, have a, a conversation as Ryan had some really great questions that um, most people probably have the exact same questions. So Ryan, welcome to the uh, to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today because I definitely yeah. do have a lot of questions for you. That's awesome. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And some of the questions in my career, never uh, the wording, the terminology. I'm like, you know what? That, that's some great points. You got me thinking. Uh, because a couple of weeks ago uh, when we last met and I said, you know what, we, we definitely have to record this. So before we dive in um, and you start interviewing me, which is which is pretty cool for a change, uh, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and then we'll uh, we'll dive into the questions. Awesome. Definitely. So my name is Ryan Edelson. Um, I work for a marketing company called Adapting Social. Um, we work with Giuseppe. Yeah, let us, you know, what, what are some questions? Obviously, I know the questions you had asked me a couple of weeks ago, but what... Uh, what questions do you have as someone that's never owned a franchise and questions that maybe the common person has, um, uh, which would uh, which just be a you know, really good exercise here? Of course. So my first question is something that I notice. You often say, do you want to invest in a franchise? And is that the same as opening a franchise? Because I would think, you know, what I assume you're doing is, you know, open a franchise. So let's say I wanted to, you know, open this business or that business, you know, you would probably like help me find the right one. But Am I actually opening this myself or am I just putting money into the business? How, how does this work? That, that, that's a very good question. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because after we had this discussion, I, I was thinking about it uh, over the weekend and I use the, the, the term invest. I don't use as much the word open, but um, the way I describe it, they do mean the exact same thing. And to your point, we are, you know, helping people open, essentially, you know, we're, we're helping people with that vehicle to get them to where they want to be. So uh, that vehicle may be a business that happens to be a franchise, and that franchise uh, provides them with the time and financial freedoms and things like that. So uh, when we when we're, you know, talk about it in the book, talk about it on the show, investing and opening are relatively the same thing. These are existing franchises. So you're investing or opening a franchise in a proven business model. So yes, the, it, it, and, and to your point, can be a little, a little um, not misleading, uh, confusing, I should say, in that am I investing in the actual franchise itself, just like a stock, or am I actually active? And yes, we are so looking at a certain way. Say, yeah. It would still be fair to say then, like, to open a franchise? Yes. It would be interchangeable? Right, yes. Well, now that I had time to think about it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand now. Yep. Okay. So then my next question to you is, you know, I love how you, like you often say on your social media and on your website, um, escape the corporate rap race. So how is it? It almost sounds a little, how do I explain? But it's a little confusing to me. I'm like, Oh, is this like a, a pyramid scheme? Like how do I, how is this exactly going to work? Right. So when we talk about es escaping the corporate rat, rat race, we're talking about people that are just as, as you know, from personal experience, someone that worked a corporate job, felt like I was a number and didn't really feel like I had any control of my future. Didn't feel like, you know, I was limited 
maybe based off my manager or one of my 20 managers as to the future, my earnings in the company uh, and potential and things like that. So um, when I work with people, just to be very clear, my, my book and franchise and, uh, and podcast are called Franchise Freedom. Right. But, you know, we are not pushing that vehicle or that avenue to anyone. We are simply f- helping people figure out, is business ownership the, the uh, right fit for you? And if it is, right, that, that, that's, that's it. That's the vehicle. Is it franchising? Is it a proven, tested business model? Or is it a startup? And the million dollar answer, and I'll answer on this show, is which is better? And if I could do a drum roll, I got to get a sound effect machine. It doesn't, it doesn't really make a difference to me. And it, it, there is no right or wrong answer. It depends on what you are looking for. And uh, so, yeah, we, we talk about business owners. And, and just to be clear, this is one vehicle. A vehicle is a car, right? You, you take a car to various destinations and you can have 10 vehicles. You can have a franchise. That's vehicle one. You can have a startup. Maybe that franchise got you motivated and went back into your Word document um, and said, you know what, I'm going to really take advantage. I have some capital, some cash flow. I want to, uh, you know, this business plan that's been sitting on my laptop or my Mac uh, as uh, you're trying to, trying to convert me over to, to Apple, okay. um, you know, maybe the avenue. And that's what helps me uh, start that up. It could be stock trading, stock investing. It could be that, it could be licensing. So let me jump in for a second. What, sure. what I want to know is like when you say escape the corporate rat race, like right. are you actually helping someone like you are going to say, like, we are going to get you out of that job and you are going to open this business. Like you actually can, I'm going to help you. Like I'm going to walk you through this. Like they will get out of that job and you will be able to help them open a franchise. Yes. Or invest in a franchise. Yes. Figure out and potentially open or invest in a franchise. Yeah. So it's step-by-step. Step. Um, this is not something I learned in a book or spoke with a smart person over the years. This is something I went through myself. So we walk you step by step, which you know you can learn from a, a blog post. But what I really truly provide is making the case if you wanted to explore a business, figuring out why, but you know, telling you exactly what happens along the way. So there's the you can do all the research on funding and the franchise, but how does it feel maybe to not be able to pay yourself? You know, maybe you were making six figures and now month one you're not paying yourself. How do I position myself? You know, do I, you know, how much money do I need in the bank? How many months or years living expense do I need? So I, um, I've walked the walk. I talked the talk. I've been there. I've done that. So I can really help you every step of the way in order to make that best decision. But ultimately, that decision is up, uh, up to you to make. And right. we also talk about, you know, employment is also a risk, right? So people think of business. When you say risk, actually, that that was my next question. I want to say, how high is the risk? Like, if I was to say, you know what, I'm going to take this chance. Like, is there a high chance that I really can lose everything, or are you really helping guide me to the point where you know it's almost like risk free? Yeah, never. There, there, there's a risk in everything, right? So I'll answer that in a second. So with 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 employment, you have the risk of. As I mentioned before, um, a, a merger. I worked for three large investment firms. All went through mergers. Ironically, just couldn't have asked for crazier luck or bad luck. I should say. I guess we could look at it: good luck or bad luck. Uh, so there is a risk. You know, it's one revenue stream, one income stream, um, and now you're blindly investing in a 401k that's also not managed by you that you can't control. So uh, I talk about you can leave your job 
or, or actually taking a step back, keep your job and find a franchise. Uh, so you can actually keep your job, run the franchise on the side. Not every franchise allows that. I noticed that you mentioned that. that on your website. I saw that you said there were certain franchises where there's completely hands-on and completely hands-off. Correct. It, it sounds like it would be pretty desirable to take one that was hands-off. You know what I mean? That's To me, that would sound like investing in a franchise. I feel like if you're opening it, it's almost like you know, you're know you there, you're grinding every day. But if you're investing right. in it, it's you know, here's some money. Come on, guys, make this one work. You know, that sounds like an investment to me. Why would yeah. you want to take that option? It's more, right. It's more hands-off. We call it more on the um, uh, semi-absentee. So maybe it's 10 to 20 hours a week, obviously in the beginning stages, and maybe a little bit more as you're going through training and getting the business up and running. But um, these are, there's only, there's franchises that have to uh, approve that. Uh, some franchise companies do require the franchisees to be full-time being an owner operator in the business, but there are other businesses that are built for that. They don't expect you to do the end product or service. Uh, they train you in hiring an empowered employee. They train you in hiring a general manager, even to the point where some will actually help you find that general manager. Uh, so there, the investment, uh, when uh, you look at a franchise, the range will be a little bit higher since you need to factor in that employee um, that will almost be replacing you, but will allow you to keep your job. And then maybe after the first six months to a year, you can transition full time. Um, going back to your previous question, there's always a risk, right? There's a risk in business ownership as there is with employment. Uh, I worked in the investment world. Mutual funds is a risk there as well. So how do we minimize the risk? And the biggest way to minimize it is, is number one, buying the right franchise. Simple as that sounds, right? We sometimes get so uh, excited about a brand or a product. I really like their coffee. I really like their sandwiches. And I just dive right in, not knowing what um, the business entails. What is the franchisee's role and, and things like that? So they get so they go about it incorrectly, as as I did myself before working with the franchise coach and advisor, which is you know what what I do today. Uh, so. Finding the right franchise. Number two, which is the silliest thing, and, and it's unfortunate that I have to even say this, but following the system, right? So maybe you, f you find that right franchise. We're working together and we find you a uh, mosquito spraying franchise, and then you don't follow the system. You have this grand plan of running it a completely different way. Maybe you're hiring 1099s versus W2s. Maybe your friend has another formulation and things like that. And, and I tell people, if you're not going to follow the system, don't bother with the franchise. Why, why pay those fees? Um, pay the fees and then not follow the system. Just have your own startup uh, you know, and, and handle it that way. So right. there's, definitely there's definitely risk involved in any business. A franchise is a proven business model. But, but the key is not every franchise is built the same. And that's where I bring value to the table and have the uh, people looking at franchises ask those difficult, difficult questions. How long have you been in business? How much support am I getting? Not just you know in the very beginning stage, but ongoing. So I coach you with the right questions because the most most people I talk to have never owned the business before. My w one question that I was actually really excited to ask you is: Have you owned any franchises before, and like which ones, and how how were they? Yeah, so they um, was a um, back in two thousand seven, and I actually bought two territories. I was a master franchisee for a um, commercial cleaning and building maintenance franchise. So definitely um, own, I've owned non-franchise, was in the, uh, in the uh, restaurant industry with my family, 
and I've owned franchises as a master franchisee. There's a lot more coaching and things like that involved. So I got to experience both ends, franchise, non-franchise. I think, again, one is not better than the other. It's based off the fit. Uh, and never in my life, I'm a, I'm a former Wall Street guy. I was thinking restaurants because I thought all franchises were restaurants. You know, Subway, Quiznos, they were all pretty big back then. And the coach I work with said, well, you want something that, um, you know, has an annuity, right? Where people are coming to you every single month. That's recession resistant. Being a, a former investor, Wall Street guy, I said, yeah, I want, I don't want it to be a fad. And, and if the economy goes south, which is what we saw coming, I want something that will uh, be relevant. There will always be a demand. And we got into commercial, not res so much residential, nothing wrong with that. But we got into commercial because we were cleaning surgery centers, dialysis centers. So I, I figured no matter what happened, there's always going to be a demand for obviously people's health and nurses and yeah. doctors are not going to disinfect the entire hospital. All right. Okay, cool. So uh, a random question that I was kind of thinking also was, is it like, how difficult is it to open like a McDonald's or a Wendy's? Just like, you know, a chain that like everyone kind of knows you see everywhere. I feel like they're like two of the leaders. Can, can anyone just kind of open that? So with a franchise, so this is a, a lot of what we do and and working with our candidates, uh, big investment. So, you know, in many cases you may have the money or you have to get approved via funding. How but much money is it typically? You're, you're, you're looking at, uh, for, for some of those name brands, you know, half a million plus. Um, it's been a while since we work with them, um, but it depends on the build outs. And then when you look at investment, it's more than just franchise fee. Then you have to factor in some people factor in six months living expense. Some people factor in um, employees and there's a lot of employees involved uh, given seven days a week, uh, McDonald's and Burger Kings and things like that. Um, so much larger investment. And more importantly, you need to get approved by the franchisor. So everyone I work with and bring to the table, um, you know, we we tell them that when you're speaking with the franchisor, it's not just you have the money and the territories available. So that's another thing. We want to make sure that there's a territory availability. The franchisor has to feel it's a good fit. So uh, those are the big names. That's what most people think of with uh, with franchising. And yes, it, it is difficult to get uh, approved. Uh, and in many cases, um, little not not that it's easier, but the the investment is relatively lower. Uh, especially in something service-based where you're working from home and you're able to operate maybe from your laptop from home. Okay. All right. So I'll keep in mind that those are expensive. What is, can you name a franchise off the top of your head that this might interest someone that you would be able to open with maybe just like a $50,000 investment? Yeah. So it depends. Um, it depends on funding options, but typically uh, SBA loans, um, you'll put down a percentage. So it may be in that there's a lot, a lot of moving parts when it comes to funding. But um, so with that being said, maybe the 50,000 is a down payment. And then there's a, another loan for another 50. Um, and assuming that there's some liquidity there. So that person has a living expense if the business doesn't take a, a take off right away. But typically, uh, it would be a service-based business. So now we're not looking at a physical location like the corner of, you know, Arnold Ave and Bay in, in Point Pleasant. It's going to be um, all of Ocean County. Just I'm, I'm just making this up. And then you're able to do business uh, in that in that area and provide a service. You may or may not need a small office. You can probably work from home and you can provide that service anywhere in the county. 
Uh, it may be mosquito spraying. It may be a power washing or painting service, uh, holiday lighting and things like that. So what we've seen during COVID is a lot of demand for home services. So we've um, relatively low investment, no brick and mortar, no build outs, no, not much inventory, maybe some small things. You need some, some equipment to get started. Uh, but we've seen that as a lower investment, lots of demand, large territories that potentially get into a reoccurring revenue stream. Okay. Well, so I guess it sounds like you kind of at least need to have like $100,000 to open um, or invest in franchise. That sound about right? Yeah, I would, you know, you want to, they, they look at, so fran franchise, uh, franchise or excuse me, we'll look at net worth, liquidity. So they want to make sure that if you go a loan route, like the, uh, the SBA, uh, there are various routes, you have enough for the down payment. And then keeping in mind, you are going to make uh, typically their 10 year low interest loan. So they'll look at, you have enough of the down payment. Great. You know, what is the loan amount? It's a thousand bucks a month, just say. And then we look at living expense. So if you're, uh, you know, have a, a partner in the business, or if you're on your own, if you're married, you know, your, your spouse, your partner, whoever's going to be involved, if their income can offset the living expense, then you're ahead of the game. But if you're on your own, you have to factor in, okay, this is my rent. This is my utility. So between the note and everything, it's $5,000 a month. You know, do we, do I have six months? Do I have 30,000 living expense aside while be, being able to fund the, the business as well? So franchisors, as well as the funding companies will put together pro formas to make sure that you are, they set you up for success. And sometimes that means instead of buying three territories of a franchise, Maybe we look at one to start and then from the, you know, the cash flow and the proceeds, then we start to grow slowly uh, over the years. So uh, fran the franchisor wants you to be successful and they want to make sure that you are, you know, you're capitalized, you have the funding and you're not going to be worried after month one, you have a slow month that you're, you know, uh, going to have to file for bankruptcy. So they want to make sure you're, you're, you have proper funding. And I will say a lot of these uh, service-based, home-based businesses, believe it or not, you are up and running in anywhere from 30 to 60 days. So while in many cases, while you're in training, uh, a lot of the companies will actually be marketing for you, obtaining uh, scheduling for you, getting you customers such as with mosquito spraying. And in as little as 30 days, you're up and running with customers. So uh, you're not waiting a year like a brick and mortar, like a McDonald's, you know, with the build out and the site locations and everything. You, you signed the franchise agreement literally a month, 30 days later, you could be up and running. Okay. Well, wow. That was, um, that was awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, I feel like I've asked you so many questions now. Um, so do you have any other questions or anything else you would like to share? Yeah, I think, you know, in what we do, we, we, we and I, by the way, I really appreciate this. Um, and some of your questions uh, are great because it's like, okay, well, I never thought of, you know, something as simple as opening versus versus investing in a franchise in the, in the 15 years I've been doing this never truly crossed my mind. So I, I greatly appreciate that. I, I learn every day. So, you know, the big, the biggest takeaway is that you don't need millions of dollars to buy a franchise. Uh, I am here to educate you every step of the way I'm, I'm with you. I work with you. I coach you every step of the way. Consider me more as a, an advisor. Um, I have the knowledge, you know, and a lot of people discount or don't look at business ownership because they have these preconceived notions that I need all this money, that it's all only fast food. So I encourage anyone. I offer a 20 minute free introductory call uh, to anyone that has any questions or they just thought about it. 
You know, during COVID, they got to work from home. I just spoke with a family member last night and that person's going back uh, into work uh, into Philadelphia. And now they're like, you know what? I don't want to go back into in, into the, the city, whether it's New York or, or whatever city you're in. Um, you know, what other routes do I have? And business ownership, franchise ownership can definitely be a route. So, you know, I would say you owe it to yourself to work with or at least look into uh, franchise ownership. Our, our services are free. I forgot to mention that as well. We're, we're like a real estate agent. When you're looking for a home, you don't pay the realtor. The seller pays that realtor. So, um, you know, whether you use someone like myself or go direct to the franchise company, uh, you always pay the exact same amount. Uh, we find you the right franchise based off of what you, what is important to you, not the product or service you're excited about. So we look at what's your role in the business the territory, the investment, and we, in a whole, you know, there's, there's literally 30 points that we characteristics that we look at in each business. So I think you owe it to yourself to pick up the phone, send me, or send me an email. Um, and let's explore, let me answer your questions. And it may not be a good fit, full disclosure. Maybe it may be a startup or maybe, Hey, you may want to keep your job because what you're looking for maybe doesn't exist. I just got a call the other day. You talked about risk. Is, is, is franchise ownership, is that guaranteed money? And I said, no, you know, I would, I would own all of them if that, if that were the case. So there's definitely a risk in, in what we do, but it's finding the right fit for you, um, the right franchise, doing your due diligence. And I, and I assist. So with anyone that I work with, I also send them out a free copy of my book, Franchise Freedom. It's an exactly 30-minute read. I, I read it last weekend to, to, and time myself. So it's a 30-minute quick read. It'll give you every, um, um, it'll ask you the right questions and you can do the uh, due diligence on your own after reading that book. You're armed with a lot of the things we talk about. It doesn't take so much of a deep dive, but if you wanted to arm yourself with that, read the book. I, you know, I send it out for free. It doesn't cost you anything but 30 minutes. And uh, why go it alone? And then contact me afterwards and we can do a, a deep dive. And more important than anything else, figure out if franchise ownership is the right fit before spending hundreds of hours doing your own due diligence. So check it out. Um, you can keep your job and own a franchise. You could do it full-time. You could do it part-time. There's tons of options, 4,000 franchises in every industry, every investment level. So um, the uh, if you go directly to my website, um, GG, my initials, the franchise guide, G-U-I-D-E. So GG, the franchise guide.com. Uh, forward slash book, or just click on the book link. You could download, uh, you have full access to my book. Um, my website also has a schedule link, so you can just schedule a quick call with me. It doesn't cost you anything. So between the book, 30-minute read, and the first call, it's, it's an hour investment of your time to really figure out if this is the avenue that's uh, that's right for you. So I encourage everyone listening in to uh, to send me, send me an email. Let's, uh, let's get on a call. Call this man. Really appreciate it. You some uh, some really good questions, that, and I'm glad uh, we brought this up. And uh, looking forward to the next conversation. But anyone listening in, comment, get on the website, um, send me a, a direct message, and be more than glad to answer any questions you may have. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom. 
by owning a franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.